0: Evan.
1: I have nothing. I have no. I have no quotes in this <laughs> episode. Really tried. I've got nothing. I. It's a. It's a tell all. So I'm just going to tell you all. Okay. What do you want to know?
0: Tell all.
1: Okay. Well, doing? this is Badge Please. I'm Evan Delaney. This is Allison Gunnell I was born on November. All right. <laughs> we
0: don't need to go back quite that I far. Was tell all. But tonight was the men tell all, which, if I'm going to be honest, was we didn't know about. <laughs> um, did not realize it was going to be the whole thing. I thought they were going to do the like one hour hometowns, one hour
1: mental all and it was pretty i didn't even think there was enough to tell tell all, all about <laughs> tell I, all for two hours i will
0: say as far as tell alls go this was
1: like really boring <laughs> but it had very good high notes I a thought. couple
0: of high notes but then everything else in between was boring yeah
1: so we did have a little bit of actual action tonight um which you predicted a couple weeks I ago did. yeah so the episode starts out it's supposed to be hometowns again. We thought this was going to be we kind of like a hometown tell-all kind of blend. I don't know why we thought that. Hometowns are usually a good two hours worth. Yeah, um, but now
0: I'm confused on how the next two weeks are going to go. They're going to have to combine some things.
1: Well, they're going to combine. Oh yeah,
0: the three-hour season. They're going to combine
1: hometowns and fantasy suites. One day you meet the family, then, you, then you go <laughs> you back go to fantasy and suite. you. Oh god. <laughs> um. So, but anyway, so episode starts out. Katie is talking to Tasha about you know she's she's apprehensive to tell anybody that she loves them yet um and
0: kind of encourages her and it's like if you feel it just say it like just don't think too hard about it I don't
1: know who I agree with because if you tell multiple people then you kind of I don't
0: like it I I don't like that because then it's like you tell them you love them the next week and you break up with them I that's not in my mind that's not how love works yeah I've had I don't like that
1: uh, yeah, there's a couple things throughout the season where I have disagree with Katie's philosophy or decisions on something I actually agree with her on this part that she should save it for that last person Or the one only person who might have just decided to leave the show Yeah,
0: not. so then they cut to Michael and Michael's kind of explaining it, It's right. It's picking up right after the phone call the FaceTime he had with his son
1: Which I mean go go into don't just gloss over <laughs> I know Allison I don't even want
0: to too emotional but he's having a FaceTime with his son James and you know james doesn't know where michael is michael thinks or michael has told him he's on a work trip and james is like when are you coming home where are you and then the line that really really broke his heart is he said i know the problem maybe daddy just doesn't want to see me anymore Ugh. and that destroyed michael as soon as he hung up the phone he starts crying and he yeah. almost basically immediately was like "Yeah, i can't do this and he hugged one of the producers came out and hugged him and he went immediately to Katie's room, like mm-hmm. he barely even thought about it, and he yeah. went to Katie's room and basically, as he so eloquently does every time,
1: he's the best at articulating. His oh emotions. my god,
0: he just—he really does—and he explained to her that like he really felt like you know they could be it, right. and that I can barely
1: talk on the stupid podcast about <laughs> stupid things. Be in love, <laughs> and
0: they could be them at the end, but that like he has to go home for hearing his son say that, and like made him realize like he he has to go home, and his son needs him. And honestly, I don't know if they didn't show it all, but like Katie was really emotional and I, I feel like she wasn't as supportive. I know she was shocked. I know she was blindsided, which I don't know how she could have been. Cause I called this weeks ago, yeah. but I feel like in all we've been saying this, we said this last week in all of the really tough breakups, the guys have been so great that they've been comforting Katie. And this was an instance where it really would have been nice to see Katie comforting him more than I felt like she was.
1: Yeah, it's, it's hard because I do think it was just an element of she was a little bit shell-shocked. I think she had done enough. They had done enough in their relationship to think, okay, we can make it these next two weeks. The light's at the end of the tunnel. You can see James. We'll be reunited. I'm going to be James's new mother. It's going to be awesome. Oh, and I think she really envisioned that future. Cause she even said, she's like, I, I saw you going to the end. Now, whether that means the final two or the final... You know, one we don't really know. So I guess
0: my other thought though is if she was so like she basically was alluding to the fact that she was going to tell Michael she was falling in love with him. Yes. That she did love him. Yes. And how she really thought it was going to be him, and she really saw herself ending up with him. Well, and she could have fucking
1: lied, Katie, because right. we all love him. America right. loves him.
0: But I mean, if that's if that's really how she felt in that moment, she she could have just she could have left with him. She could have said, "Screw it, you know what? All right, I, I lo- I'm in love with you. Let's go." Yeah. So. If, well, I do feel bad. If, if she Michael was so A. Said, sure.
1: said to anyone, you taught me how to love again. Oof. You walk out that door with oh that man. Oh my God,
0: that was... You oh. walk
1: out that door right away. You book a flight to Akron, Ohio. The lovely, <laughs> lovely, the lovely Akron. Akron. That which is just... where LeBron's from. So like, you know, it's good.
0: Yeah, that was that was tough. But yeah, I guess that was my only thing. Is like If she felt that strongly and really, really was like, Oh my God, I see us at the end. I think I'm in love with him. Mm-hmm. She should have just left with him. Like yeah. she have just left the show and been like, "All right, I'm going with you." Kind of how Colton. I mean, granted, there's a lot of other factors in that situation, oh, yeah. Yeah. but kind of how Colton did with Cassie. Mm-hmm. There's three people left. Yeah, and he was like, "See you later."
1: So we're kind of jumping ahead. We're I want to stay on the Michael subject a little bit because he is on the. I don't even want to call it the hot seat there because it, it's not really under any sort of pressure for him no but they run through his montage of the season like literally moments after we saw this yeah. happen and i mean the emotional investment from every single person on the cast on the everyone crew, is crying everyone, everyone in the audience and, and rightfully so and then katie comes out and it is told to her by caitlin i believe that like hey michael said Still open to give it a shot. And Katie responded very coldly to I it. I
0: agree. She was kinda like, Well, I respect him and that's great, but like I had to move on.
1: Yeah. I was which, like, yikes. Man. She's I not kind of a romantic.
0: But I got that vibe from Katie the whole time she was in the mental hall tonight. Like yes. it all felt a little cold and like maybe she was nervous. I don't know, but it was not I I don't think it painted her in a very like
1: I think. Nice way. No, I think whatever happened. At the end of the season, maybe even the whole season, took its toll. But I don't think it worked out for her. I'm and wondering I,
0: if it made her kind of cynical. Yeah, a little bit. and I
1: think she's kind of out on the process and doesn't could be and just kind of wants to get away from it and is kind of going through the motions here. Yeah, but I mean, she did it to Michael. She did it to Andrew. Um,
0: yeah, I, I don't. I'm just kind of confused by her actions, I guess, and her choices. And
1: yeah, and she could I don't know. easily have gotten back with. Two stellar oh, dudes. Oh, I know. Oh, I, I mean, know, the fact that, like, you have the option to go back to Michael A. Oh, my and God. If that I doesn't know. work out, you can go with Andrew. Are you kidding me? I
0: know. I mean, she is really just yeah wasting some good opportunities yeah. here.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, I said this to you while we were watching the show. I, at the beginning of the season, I was thirsty for Katie. We, oh, yeah. We you this. love Katie, this. and
0: you're like, and out now on I'm just now.
1: like, I, I don't dislike her as a person. I just I I don't know. There's something about it that just doesn't sit. Right I know,
0: with I, me. I know, I feel the same, but I don't really know what it is. I, I think it's because like she has these guys that are literally top notch, amazing, and she's even saying how uh, like into them she is, and mm-hmm. she's just kinda like toying with them a little.
1: The there's, Andrew there's thing a couple I was being toyed with on. and I didn't
0: like that. I did not like the cold reaction of Michael. And you even said that
1: Thomas, like calling out Thomas. I didn't
0: like calling out Thomas because, again, I think that he was kind of screwed over. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. A couple of things. And again, we're not saying she's a bad person. It's just in the environment or the universe of being the lead of the bachelorette.
0: Yeah, there's just a few things Eh. I'm not really feeling from her. But so something was weird. So then, you know, that was it for the regular portion. We were just in mental all the rest of the time. But something that was weird about the mental all that is usually. Um, a couple of the key players had go in the like quote unquote hot seat but then the lead comes out and then sits on the couch to have a conversation with a couple of the people and she did mm-hmm. not do that at all which was weird
1: yeah I, again maybe it's she's just like I don't want them even close to yeah, me I felt like me. she was
0: out there so quickly and really was just like okay I'm done like I don't know it just it was really weird and she felt so disconnected and then she called Aaron Thomas by accident and they literally despise each other and that was super awkward that was kind of
1: funny that was the that was the one moment actually that she showed her like real personality like she she laughed about it she was apologetic but you know it was it was a like a candid organic moment and the rest seemed very just like again cold processed right I, I don't know I just wasn't a fan um the mental all is weird. I feel like we kind of re, especially this season, because it hasn't been. I don't know. It hasn't been super eventful.
0: No, so I feel like we're rehashing the like three things that like happened throughout. I don't know. Like we were randomly talking about the fight between Aaron and Cody, which was so right. irrelevant from the first week.
1: <laughs> so yeah, even it. even the drama was a little insignificant this season. So I'm gonna. I, I want to know what's your favorite drama. "Quote unquote" from this season, here are your options. Oh, okay. You have Aaron versus Cody. Okay. Carl versus everybody. Mm-hmm. Thomas versus everybody. Mm-hmm. Blake joins the mix. Okay. Or Hunter versus everybody.
0: I didn't agree with like. What do you mean by my favorite? Like the thing I, I most don't know. Agree yeah. With? What?
1: What? I. Okay. What did you agree with the most?
0: The only one I agreed with was Carl. Versus everybody. Like, I didn't so you like You chose the side of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't like, I, I thought Carl was, was. I didn't like him. I thought he was bad. But everyone else, like, you know, I didn't, I thought Hunter got kind of screwed over. I thought Thomas got screwed over. I literally couldn't care less about Aaron versus Cody. And yeah. I thought that, like, joining the cast was whatever. They all became friends quickly enough that it didn't seem to right, matter. Right, yeah. So. I
1: I just threw it in there as like a, you know. The yeah, stir so the, the drama has
0: even good. been kind of lame. Um, so something kind of funny so interesting about the mental I want to talk about was Connor so Connor goes up there in the quote unquote hot seat for a few minutes and this is what I didn't like is that they were like so what's it like to be told you're a terrible kisser and like Katie never said he was a bad kisser no. Katie said that she didn't feel the spark or the chemistry she needed to feel when they were kissing
1: uh-huh. that
0: does not mean he's a bad kisser no it just means they didn't have that part of the chemistry right and that's not on him That could equally be on her As it is on him
1: It's a 50-50 Yeah you just aren't it feeling it. It takes two to tango
0: Yeah exactly And So I don't like that The blame is going on Connor But then some girl In the audience stands up And is like I think you're so cute And there's no way You're a bad kisser Which like is clearly a plant And she comes down And like makes out with Connor
1: Good, good action though. It was kind of those. funny, yeah. yeah. And then she I was like, "I could see like, a spark there, even though I, it was totally yeah." Conscious. And she was
0: like, "Oh, he's a great kisser, like amazing." And 11, my 19. the best part about it was all the guys cheering him when he came back, hugging him. And, like, it reminded cheering for me him. a
1: little bit. That's of, funny. Uh, I'm gonna relate this to basketball. Oh my
0: god! So like the
1: bench mob when when the yeah, star player yeah. gets a huge dunk,
0: yeah. and
1: the bench goes crazy. Specifically, it reminded me of Thanasis Antetokounmpo, which is Giannis's okay. brother, and like the like, bench mob ferocity that Thanasis has, especially when his brother makes a play. It's just otherworldly. It also and that's what I felt gave like me the guys.
0: vibes of, like, when someone hits a home run and everyone goes yeah, to home yeah, play yeah. to, like, jump on him and stuff. Like, that's the vibes it gave me. Yeah. Also, what's the basketball player you always say Andrew S. looks like? Giannis. Giannis. Okay, that's why I okay, thought.
1: Okay, only in the face because no, no, in I the saw body, a picture no of
0: Giannis for the first time on Twitter the other day, and you're 100 percent correct.
1: They have a very similar, very similar like, facial facial like, structure. Makeup, yes. The hairline is almost the yes. same. Um, eyes are very similar. Body type is way different. Giannis is like seven foot, jacked out of his mind, but also like kind of thin.
0: But yes, I do think that they look like. So that was kind of funny, Connor moment. I think it's very obvious that 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 guy or that girl I mean was planted in the audience well you
1: so which I
0: then saw later because nothing can ever be, be real. real because the internet everyone just finds things so quickly and so within one commercial break of like this happening uh, I saw on Twitter or now on Instagram that Connor and this girl that they were making out she's a musician as well and they were like they follow each other on Instagram and were like flirty commenting little puns on each other's Instagram pictures. And then also someone else posted a screenshot from an email that apparently there was like a casting call for like, who wants to come on the show and make out with one of the random contestant guys. Mm. So it was clearly a planned thing. And you're not supposed to share those things. I'm pretty sure people, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It takes away some of the whole effect of the reality shows. And I kind of wish people would stop sharing it.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit like We talked
0: about this before with TikTok, but like I wish people would keep their screenshots to themselves. It's a little
1: bit like you're in fourth grade and like not everyone knows that Santa Claus isn't real yet, but some kids do and they decide to take it upon themselves to tell the other kids. Yes, that's exactly what this is. Um,
0: That's exactly what this is. Because honestly, some of it like of course I know that it's not all real and of course I know some of its producer fabricated, but I like the entertainment. Like just let me watch it. Like I want to watch it, and I want to feel that, like, it's real, even though it's not.
1: Yeah. Um, a couple other notes, and there weren't many There were this. not, no. Um, so, one, Hunter doesn't think that Thomas is a bad dude, and he says that people tend to act a little bit different on the show just because yeah. of the, the way the show affects them.
0: I think that's 100% true. I mean, obviously I've never been on the show, but I can also say, like, when there's a camera in your face, of course you're going to react differently. You're kind of trying to figure out what to say, and you're not being as authentic as you could be, because there's a camera in your face. Yeah. And I think that went true for both Hunter and Thomas, which is why I think that both of them were kind of screwed over for kind of saying things that maybe, maybe they should have said, or saying it differently than they should have said it, but again it's it's a very weird bubble that you're in with a very weird uncomfortable situation so i don't think everyone can be expected to be perfect the whole time
1: yeah i thought that both thomas and hunter were kind of unfairly villainized this season 100 percent um next little nugget is being in love and falling in love a different thing
0: yes (laughs) yes it's 100 percent different stupid james uh, James, that's why you live in a box
1: James also looked like a stunt double for Tom Hardy in the movie <laughs> in the movie Legend where Tom oh, Hardy plays his twins um, that's
0: hilarious
1: that movie have you seen it no it is so hard to watch because you do not understand a single word oh, that's Tom not Hardy for me. says
0: that's not for me he
1: is indecipherable but um, yeah I,
0: there is a big difference I mean being in love with someone and being super for sure that you are in love with someone is not the same thing as falling in love you can start to feel like you're getting there but yeah. you're on your way there
1: right is
0: right. driving in a car to a place the same thing as being at the place no if you're james you're on your way to the place <laughs> he's, he's on his you way haven't to made disney it yet. world like
1: and he's in the car to get there he's got 12 hours to go, but he's already in disney world I in mean, his mind
0: you know you know what i
1: mean like yeah.
0: that's just it's not the same
1: speaking of james and speaking of disney World, right First of all, ABC pulled a fast one on us.
0: Yeah, you're telling me four-year-old, however old he is, four?
1: I don't know. Maybe even younger.
0: Three-year-old James, four-year-old James, was like, just randomly said, Dad, let's go to Disney World when right. ABC owns Disney. Come Everything's on.
1: a freaking ad.
0: Come on. And I
1: work in ads, and there's too and many ads. too many ads. Too many ads. This yeah. whole world's an ad. Um, okay, really is. I think sort of the, okay, two other, th- three other things. One... So Thomas did show up via Zoom. I thought they yeah. were going to, like, frog march him out of the gulag uh, or something. Yeah, no, he was The way on they Zoom bil- villainized him.
0: And they basically were like...
1: It was I an unproductive know. conversation. It, I mean, I
0: thought he reacted really well, and he was like, he, I'm really sorry, and, like, here's why. And Katie still was kind of, like, meh to him. The
1: whole segment was a waste of everyone's time. <clears throat>
0: yeah, it was. A segment that was not a waste of everyone's time was watching Caitlin and Jason get engaged, <laughs> which... Uh, yes, I have seen the video a thousand times because I watched it a, a ton the day that they got engaged So on social media.
1: I had not seen that video before. Ugh.
0: And thoughts? I'm going to be honest
1: with you. I had, you know the little tingles that go down your spine? Yes, did you not? You like can just like tell how
0: in love they are. It was... It, they were radiating love and I, Ah, yeah. oh, it's so great. It's, it's
1: honestly, it's like inspiring.
0: <laughs> I've said this before that they are my favorite couple to come out of Best Nation and I love that it came from such an authentic place of like they didn't know each other they're on different seasons he was a guest on her podcast mm-hmm. and then they flirted she was like you're gonna ask me out he asked her out they dated for a few years they got you know they got a house together they have dogs and he proposed to her and he surprised her while they were doing a fake podcast episode for her podcast and they said she's really hard to surprise and you could just tell how genuinely shocked she was by her pretty much bleeped out reaction yeah i just oh god I what love this is so telling me mean is
1: we need more guests on this podcast right.
0: right that's how Evan's gonna fall in love but honestly i think they're great i think they're a really really good couple i love them
1: yeah um another thing i really liked was the and we talked about it maybe we talked about it in person or maybe we talked about on the podcast but like the general friendships and the bromance oh, yeah, I really like that. these guys and even like the past couple seasons has been pretty strong and the bromance song was connor even
0: sang a song about it i thought it was hilarious and the guys are all really into it and i think that's fun i really love when they become friends like when either the guys or the girls become friends on a season and stay friends and i think that's really cool
1: yeah uh last bit that i have Tasha and Caitlin running the show. so this this type of format is usually where Chris Harrison operates best. Yeah, he's used to hosting. He's used to sort of navigating conversation. To be hundred percent honest with you, I didn't miss it.
0: No, I think they did a good job. I think some of the I think the questions need to be better in general. That's I, not their fault. And no. I don't think that's their fault. And quite defensive. I was not blaming them. First of all, relax, Evan.
1: Look, Tasha and Caitlin are my <laughs> girls. I'm gonna stand I, up for my girls. I think
0: the producers or whoever needs to come up with better questions. Because how did you feel to get broken up with? How did you feel to get sent home? How do you feel to send yourself home? Is like they felt bad. Like yeah, that's a stupid question. Let's they, go deeper. And it's dumb, that. right? Let's let's try a little I harder. Think, but I think they're good at hosting, especially for people who've never hosted before. And I think for Caitlin, hosting a podcast helps. Yeah, but I mean, you know, good. A-
1: ABC has some good journalistic interviewing talent. Bring in, you know, Diane Sawyer. Bring in Barbara Walters.
0: Yeah, right. I want
1: I bring in George Stephanopoulos. I want the deep questions. I don't want them getting out of this shit easy. Put them on a real hot seat.
0: Yeah, that would never happen. But I do wish they would ask harder. Even questions. Even Robin Roberts. Because they've all got much better I things think. to do than this. But there are certain questions that I wish they really would ask, and I mean for example like there was some drama about like tweets that andrew s was apparently involved in Mm -hmm. no one said anything about so it's like it's kind of like at what at what point are we going to ask like do we ask people or do not ask people about their insensitive posts and tweets because
1: it's some
0: seasons it's made a big deal out of and sometimes it's not and it's like are we gauging what's offensive and what's not is there like is there like a um the amount of years that passes that no longer matters. I don't know. Like, it's like a... I don't understand.
1: Will that be an AFR thing? Will... We'll, I can't remember. Do the guys come back for that? No, or is it... Okay. Just oh, the
0: final one. So, that's why I'm like... It's weird to me that, like... I don't know. I mean, Rachel from Mad Season with her past post from several years ago was put on blast. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm just like, I don't... It feels like a weird double standard i'm not saying i don't think everyone everyone should be canceled because they don't but it's weird that like at what point do we choose who has to talk about their tough past and who doesn't it's very strange
1: yeah yeah isn't it i almost wonder if they're like over it
0: like they're like let's not not, do that this year
1: yeah i think i don't i don't know if this is fact or not my what i'm thinking is that it probably Ratings have been down this season, and I don't yeah. think it's solely because of the Chris Harrison thing, the Rachel thing, whatever. I just think generally viewership is down on all fronts. And it's, it's, on season, it's on sports, on everything. So. But I think they're thinking, oh, in their head, their reaction is, we talked about this stuff and it didn't work out in our favor for view for yeah, viewership.
0: No, that could be.
1: I'm just putting my like cynical
0: yeah no producer TV exec hat on. Yeah. Hat
1: on. um mm-hmm. I so actually am wearing a hat right now. I usually don't wear hats. You usually don't. It's kind of weird. Okay. That's fine.
0: I mean, you do you. It's just kind of weird seeing you in a hat. But anyway, you know. I mean, whatever. Wear a
1: hat from every oh, podcast. Now on.
0: I don't know. Just just thoughts. I'm just I'm just wondering at what yeah. point those decisions and how they get made. But nothing you're or there. Yeah.
1: So we do have hometowns slash Ethan. fantasy suites next week.
0: I think next week will just be will just be hometowns. And I think the three-hour finale might be.
1: Does somebody get eliminated? Do we technically skip Fantasy Suites and go from Hometowns with three oh, down to? Just that's why I think
0: I think Fantasy Suites is going to be combined into their final week. Yeah. So I think it's all going to be one thing. Okay. Because since there's three now, I think one person will go home with the roast ceremony after Hometowns, and then their final date week will also be an overnight. Interesting. And then we'll do after the final roast. That's at least. Yeah. What I think. I don't know if that's for sure, but.
1: So we're both assuming that Greg is going to come away with. Yeah,
0: I think as of Katie's now, heart. Blake and Greg will be top two, and I think that it'll be great. Justin. I don't think it'll be Justin, but I kind of have a feeling there's going to be like a Hannah Jed situation. Not that he's been like, ha- had another girlfriend or something, but that something about him or his past or his intentions, whatever is going to come out, but like not till after they already like get engaged. Yeah,
1: and again, that could be something that it Might explain Katie's I guess attitude Yeah Tonight Saying attitude sounds Bad I don't know It's true though
0: Yeah I think something's Going to happen there And that's going to Really affect And it kind of looks Like it in the preview Anyway Yeah Greg and Katie Kind of like running Around the
1: I don't think it ends well No
0: I don't think so either
1: Um What's coming up soon though Paradise Thank
0: god Oh my god I feel like I'm just like Dragging myself To get to paradise Because it's the only Thing I care about
1: Yeah and then Michelle's season after that, which I'm looking forward to. They announced some of the guys already, right? Yes,
0: they did. Unfortunately, Evan was not on there. Which
1: total bullshit. Yeah. I should be on there.
0: Big mistake.
1: Oh, man. I know, I know Michelle won't disappoint us. No,
0: Michelle will be great.
1: Um, I don't really I kind of gave out my roses already, the Thanassus rose for the boys and uh the Tom Hardy stunt double from Legends. Oh, okay, rose. great, great work. So, do you have any? Nope. Okay. We're going to move on to next week. The most dramatic two-week, three-person hometown yeah, so I you guess ever did see. Yeah, so I guess
0: we'll do three pre- three hometowns next week. And yeah. hometowns always do tend to be pretty interesting.
1: Yes, there should be a lot to talk pretty about. Pretty
0: telling. Sometimes the L word gets dropped in hometowns. Ooh, the L word. And we're already going in one person less than t- than normal, so.
1: I have an idea who's not going to say the L word. Her name starts with a K and ends with
0: <laughs> T. Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Cool. Yes, um, we will see. I like being right and I like doing this podcast and we'll do it again next week. Wait, Perfect. hold on. What are our social medias?
0: At uh, Batch Please Pod on Twitter and Instagram and Batch Please Pod at gmail.com. Everybody. See you next week.